Mountain Radio, episode 40. Welcome to Roan Mountain Radio. I'm Ken Turner. This is a podcast about Roan Mountain, the jewel of the southern Appalachian Mountains, always located on the border of North Carolina and Tennessee. Coming up, Extreme Roan Adventures. Free evening adventures at the amphitheater on Friday, July 25th, and a full day of kids' nature adventures on Saturday, July 26th. Check out the website, extremeroanadventures.org, for a schedule and all of the adventures and activities listed there. I'll have a link in the show notes at roanmountainradio.com, episode 040, Links to the registration page, the schedule page, links to their website with video and audio clips by the adventure leaders. So check that out. Oh, by the way, there are still some free camping spots available for the group camping area. So let me know as soon as possible. Now, one of the adventures for the Extreme Roan Adventures, the afternoon hike, the Botany Goat Project hike on the Appalachian Trail. Now, this is the seventh summer of the science project, the Botany Goat Project. It is real science by a real scientist. And one of our favorite people of the Botany Goat Project is Rosalie Russo. She has been involved with the Botany Goat Project since the beginning in 2008. On one of the adventures with the Botany Goat Project involved a little mishap for Bailey the goat. So Rosalie was involved in that adventure. She has written a little children's book about the adventures of Bailey the goat. So I caught up with Rosalie on the uh, porch of the conference center of Roan Mountain State Park. So join us in our conversation about the preservation and restoration efforts on the Roan Mountain Highlands with the Botany Goat Project. So when was the last time you were up on the mountain? Wednesday. We took Wednesday. the goats out. Okay. We there were a few grazed lily blooming then, beginning to. There were two plants that we saw, one on the side of Jane Ball and one in Injun Gap. And both of them, to me, looked healthy, but Jamie said one of them was not as healthy as it looked. So he should know. Yeah. He's been keeping more track on this than I have. He keeps a lot of tracks going, That's, doesn't he? <laughs> that he does. We have known him since, I guess, the mid-1990s. Well, and he was I, fairly new to the mountain. He was then, new to he? the mountain, new to ETSU, and um, I guess until the GOAT project, altogether we must have said hellos and goodbyes five times. <laughs> Okay. A very quiet young man. Yes. And uh, very knowledgeable. But since the GOAT project in 2008, the first year, uh, we have got to know him. But now you had been doing this flower research, botany research, before he got here. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that was a real good uh, connection there. Right. But he knows a whole lot more than I'll ever learn. I mean, I shake my head and everything falls out. But I'm thinking you, you're a real resource for Jamie when he just got to the mountain, having a, you having a background in the, uh, the kind of studies that he's interested in. He knows more about the mountain than I do, let me say. 
even at that time, he seemed to know a whole lot more. We go up to the mountain about every 10 days or so, and we bring him fresh water, some juices to drink, and we'll have lunch with him. We'll bring him his lunch and a little bit extra for him to carry around in his pocket, a little treat or something. And um, we sit and talk for a good hour, hour and a half or so. Right. And I know I appreciate learning what he has. Boy, if, and here again, if we could just remember all that he shares with us. That's right. He really is very, very knowledgeable. So you were involved with the GOAT project from... from 2008, first, first year. We, before the GOATs came up, we helped Jamie bring up a few of the things that necessary, like the pen, the fencing. Right. Uh, we brought some of that up to him. He had it stored in one of the cabins on the side of the hill, and we brought him up. And one time it was thundering someplace off in the distance, thank goodness. And uh, we have helped him move. One time it was August, and he said, we need a whole bunch of people. So we came up, and we did not know it would be about 32 degrees. (laughs) It was going to rain. The wind was going to blow the rain sideways, and in the rain were pellets of ice. We got home and peeled our clothes off, and we were so soaking wet. Oh, gosh. But it was a fun experience. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can look back on it now and, and enjoy that. Right. Gosh. So now that was part of the goat. That was the goat. We were mov- yeah. moving them from pen to pen. And we've been up there on other times when we've moved them from pen to pen, counting them. They don't exactly stand still for counting, but... We count them. I think the goat project, the botany goat project, is a very important part of the mountain now. It is. the restoration and preservation of the balls. And I hope people continue to support it as they have in the past, adopting a goat, uh, buying one of the hats that Jamie knits. I don't knit, but Jamie knits. And a lot of cold winter nights on the mountain. <laughs> hey, that hat is very warm. I wore it this winter. I like winter hiking, and I wore it this winter, and it is very warm. It's made of, uh, now this mohair. It's made. It comes from the Angora goats. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. What well, a talented guy. He is. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, back to the goats. In 2008... Mm-hmm. We had one little goat, Bailey the goat, got her little paw caught in a tree, and uh, her front leg, actually. And Jamie doctored her up. But how was she to get off the mountain? She was walking on three legs, and that wouldn't work. So uh, Lynn made this little canvas with four little leg holes, and we more or less carried her down the mountain. Of course, you can't pull hard, can't stop them from breathing. So the little goat walked a few spaces, plopped down, rest. Walked a little bit further, plopped down to rest. What should have taken 20 minutes took at least an hour and a half to two hours. And we got her down. I ended up writing a story first in my journal, 
I keep a journal of our hikes and other things. Then I did a little letter to Jamie about the whole thing. And by Christmas time, I hadn't mailed it yet, so I decided I'm going to do a little book. Ended up doing a little book, made a few copies, sent him a copy and a few other people that had been on in this group of people that were working with the goats. Then I talked to Steve Kemp, and I said I would like Jamie to get the money from this. And Steve Kemp, who is with the Great Smoky Mountains, does the publications for them. He said what I needed to do was write a letter to Jamie and exchange something monetary for his copyright, and I would sell the copyright. So I did. I made a whole one dollar bill <laughs> from my publication. Okay, a professional writer now. now okay. Right, a whole one dollar bill, but we have had a lot of laughs over that. It's a neat book. And uh, whatever comes from the sale of that book goes to the GOAT project, goes to get Jamie's project up there. And there are expenses. There are vet bills if you get a sick coat. Uh, he buys a solar-powered uh, electricity for that uh, a pack of some kind. I don't know if it's a battery pack or what it is, but it is solar-powered. And it runs the little electric fence that keeps wild animals out and goats in. And, of course, you have to buy supplemental food for the dogs. Yeah. It's just a little bit of uh, extra research money because you have to compile what has happened and how they keep track of the plants that are there and whatever the goats eat and the results after the fact. So yeah. Now, this is a real science project. It's not just a, it's, a, a hobby kind of thing. There's real studying going on. There is. There is. And it's just not uh, ETSU. There are others involved. We've been up there and talked to a girl from Virginia and Vermont. There have been people from Wake Forest up there. And the Southern Appalachian Highlands Conservancy is also mm-hmm. involved. Right. And they've written articles about the goats. The Tennessee Conservation Magazine had a wonderful art- article about the goats that Jamie contributed to, and he contributed photos. And I think that was in 2009, the project. The adopt a goat mm-hmm. available, a goat's available for adoption to fund, help fund the project. Yes, go to Friends of Friend Mountain and get on that list to adopt and to buy a book and to buy a hat. That's right. That's right. We do have the books, the Bailey the Goat book, book that will be available. And we're still working out the details on how we're going to take donations and get the books back to people. But send us an email, and I'll have the links on the, the web page about how do we get that together. That's we can do that. But, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll make sure everybody... Who wants a book and donates to the Botany Goat Project gets a book. That's right. Yeah. And if you're listening to this broadcast, it is only five dollars a book. <laughs> That's right. That's or whatever donation. Or yes, right. That's up right. Minimum. To whatever you want to donate. Yeah. For a 
yeah, there more science available to uh, see where your money is going. That's right. But yeah, you'll have a book to show for it. It's a cute, cute book. I've given mine away. Uh, there's a new family that just moved in up the street from us. They have a little child about four years old who will soon get a book. Perfect. That's and perfect. My lady friend in Middle Tennessee has her grandson now living with her. And he's only three, I believe. He has a book. <laughs> Good. So, so it, and it is a children's book. And it it's is a, a children's book, yeah. basically. And yep. uh, I've given to a couple of schools the age-appropriate book mm-hmm. for first, second, and third graders, I would say. I mean, a true story, an animal story, uh, a little adventure in there. Yes. And, and they can actually come up to the mountain and see where it all happened. And see the goats. And see the goats that are that are there now. And if you go to the first page, it says, I'm Bailey the goat. Bailey the goat. <laughs> and I am an Angora goat. All right. Yeah. There are other kinds of goats. Angora goat. What is an Angora goat? Well, we get Sean twice a year. What is left is made into mohair, comb, card, and woven. The next coat you buy, if it says mohair, it may have started on Roan Mountain. <laughs> That's true. And if you get one of the hats, you know it started on Roan That's Mountain. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Bailey the goat. Bailey the yeah. goat. And then you go further into the book. The goat is eating blackberry. Mm-hmm. Well... D.M. Brown, who worked at ETSU in the 1930s, made a list of all the plants that were on Roan Mountain. This Canada blackberry was not on that list. It wasn't on the in the 30s. I did not or know that. Or 40s. So it is an invasive. And Jamie has said where it grows, it makes such shade that underneath it it becomes a blackberry desert. Nothing else grows. But the goats love the leaves. There's hardly any thorns, if any. It has a little bit of a flower, but not much of a blackberry. And uh, the goats just eat that. They like they like the uh, leaves, the buds. They leave the stalks. But then the things underneath come up. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing things that hadn't been before. Trout lilies. One year where the goats first went, we went up there before the goats came up in June, and trout lilies were just everywhere. They hadn't been there before. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Okay. So now you're touching on the whole reason why the goats come and go up there anyway right different than the mowing that goes on the mowing is for the same purpose to get rid of the blackberry but they also get rid of everything else the trout lilies the the trout lilies by that by the time the mowers come though the trout lilies are mostly in seed so that's all right um or they're gone but the Big mowers that they have, they get the blackberry, but they get everything else. And then you have the um, crews that come in 
from North Carolina that cut down with weed eaters. You have the Romy boys that help out on the Rome in July. Um, well, that's for the same purpose, but same a very labor-intensive right. operation for that. And the purpose to get rid of the blackberries so that the grasses and sedges and wildflowers will grow. Uh, so specifically to get rid of the Canada blackberry. Right. Now, having been up there since 08, well, before, but when the goats moved in in 08 to now, 2014, what's the impact do you see of the goat project? I see a lot more raised lily in the areas where I've never seen them before. What's told about where one with ten blooms now grow, where in the past it hadn't been there. Larry told me that. Just since the goats have started, they've come up. Well, that is good news. That's excellent. Well, I think that's the, that's one of the better stories I've heard about the the goat effort. It, I think people can see that. Right. That's a good impact there. So Rosalie Russo will be autographing Bailey the Goat Books. Bailey the Goat Bailey the Goat Books at the Extreme Roan Adventures July 26th. Right. Here at the Roan Mountain State Park Conference Center. Correct. Well, fantastic. Rosalie, thank you so very much. You're and quite I hope welcome. to see you again on the trail. Sure will. Yes, there is a special offer that Rosalie announced. She will be at the Extreme Roan Adventures on Saturday, July the 26th, to autograph copies of the Bailey the Goat book. Now, these books are on a special sale for the Extreme Roan Adventures, a $5 donation to the Bahatani Goat Project. So even if you don't have kids in the Extreme Roan Adventures, Please come by, and you can be an important part of Roan Mountain by supporting the Bailey the Goat book and the Bahatani Goat Project. All of your donations will go to the Bahatani Goat Project to preserve the balls. And as Jamie says, you will be helping to keep Roan Mountain's natural balls bald naturally. So that's one of the adventures for the Extreme Roan Adventures, the Botany Goat Project along the Appalachian Trail to Jane Bald. More information on the website, RoanMountainRadio.com, in the links section. Also in the links section, besides the Extreme Roan Adventures, there are links to the Roan Mountain State Park activity calendar. Check that out. There's park has all kinds of things going on all the time also links to our friends of roan mountain sponsors of the extreme roan adventures that's it for this edition of roan mountain radio i'm ken turner thanks for listening and i'll see you on the mountain